read such a familiar passage of Scripture. Uh, and I'm going to share with you what the Lord has given me to conclude this sermon series we've been doing this Christmas season. Luke chapter 2. Today I'm going to read uh, straight through. It is 20 verses, but if you don't hear this, surely you'll hear this at home tonight with your family and your children. I challenge you to do this. But if you don't, you're going to hear it here this morning. Luke chapter 2, beginning with verse 1. And it came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This census first took place while Quirinius was governing Syria. So all went to be registered, everyone to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. So it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. For behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. So it was when the angels had gone away from them into heaven that the shepherds said to one another, Let us now go to Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord hath made known to us. And they came with haste, and they found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. Now when they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all those who heard it marveled at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told them. Today I want to preach to you the third message, third and final message in this series, Unwrap the Gift. And this one is simply titled today, Priceless package. Priceless package. One more time, if you will, pray with me and for me. Jesus, thank you for the reason we celebrate today. Thank you for these precious people. Thank you for your word, Lord, that has been read today. The greatest story that's ever been told, the Christmas story, Lord, has just been read in your house this morning. I pray that you would take these thoughts for just the next few moments that you've given me, that, Lord, you would impart them and deposit them into the hearts of every hearer, and that, Father, this Christmas season, we would realize and recognize the package that we've been given, the value of that package. And that, Lord, we would also realize and recognize this morning that the magic of Christmas is not in the presence, but it's in your presence. We give you the thanks and praise for what you're going to do in and through your word today in advance. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. And everybody said, amen. Now, as you're seated this morning, how many of you truly think I can do this in 15 minutes? Let me see your hands. Thank you for the confidence you place in me. This morning, I'm just briefly going to summarize the last few weeks. When it comes to gifts, no matter how well you wrap it, you know what the good news is? i got to stop and say this. Even though you lack that confidence in me, you came today anyway. Praise the Lord. When it comes to gifts, no matter how well you wrap it, 
even if great amount of time and effort is spent presenting the perfect package. And I don't know if anybody is as talented as I am, but I can wrap gifts, and by the time I'm finished, I forgot whose it was. Anybody with me this morning? Having to, exactly, having to open them up and figure out who they are. And my wife looks at me and says, are you kidding me? Because that's probably her least favorite thing to do is wrap. But even as much time as you might spend on that package, most of the attention we all know later on today, this evening and in the morning, the attention is not really going to be focused on the packaging. It's going to be what's on the inside. And uh, for the last couple of weeks, we've talked about uh, the things that, that this package was wrapped in. Uh, humanity and humility the first week. And then we talked about the second week, hope and help. But today I do want us to really focus on the best part, and that's what's inside. Today is, of course, Christmas Eve. And for most people, in less than 36 hours, some of you even less than that, one more Christmas will have passed. Once more, the gifts that have been laid under the tree will be opened and some of you wonder, especially with the children in the sanctuary this morning, will I get what I wanted? Will I get what I asked for? And then some of us are wondering, is there a gift that's missing? Is there somebody I forgot? And by midday tomorrow, the giving and receiving of gifts will be passed. And hopefully you'll be able to settle down and enjoy the company of family and friends. And especially, maybe you'll be able to enjoy, I know it, in my family, we're going to enjoy some turkey and ham Chicken and dumplings, casseroles, I feel the anointing. Anybody with me this morning? All the trimmings of a Christmas feast. And hopefully we stop and reflect upon the greatest gift that's ever been given. Instead of worrying so much about maybe the gift that we missed in the middle of all the hoopla. Christmas lights and in some places fireworks. Tonight, tomorrow, probably tonight, not tomorrow night, but they'll light up the night sky as people celebrate in the spirit of the holidays, and a lot of people will rush around trying to make time for just one more little get-together, one more cup of cheer before the night's over, and I call it the holiday spirit uh, because really it's not the true spirit of Christmas because many times and in many places Jesus is nowhere in it. And finally, when folks can't go anymore and the kids that were hyped up in anticipation began to wear down, and by the way, I'm glad the children are in the sanctuary with us this morning, aren't you? Yes. By the time the children that were hyped up in anticipation begin to wear down, it'll be time to go home, settle down for a good night's sleep, and exhausted, many folks will crash into bed, close their eyes, take a deep breath, and try to remember what have I left out? Is there something I forgot? Is there someone I failed to think about? Or like some of y'all do, what's still in the closet that I bought in July that I forgot to pull out and wrap? I know some of y'all do that. And then, um, you think about what gift could I possibly missed. And I know how it is. Some of you spent more than you planned to. Some of you spent more than you could really afford to. But there always, is anybody else like me, there always seems to be just one more thing you need to pick up, right? I actually ran to Kroger and did that this morning. True confession. Just one more thing that you forgot. And some of the famous last words of Christmas are, just one more little item and I'll be done. 
And it's always those last little items that seem to push the Christmas budget over the top. And all the men said, amen. But with all the money that's been spent trying to show how much we love and care for all of those around us, and with all the gifts that have been wrapped and unwrapped, there's no doubt in my mind this morning that for most of the world, they've left out a few very important gifts. First, there is a gift that has been given but was never unwrapped or accepted. And secondly, there's a gift that should have been given, but it wasn't. And those are the two things I want to talk about this morning. First of all, what is the gift that was not accepted? Isaiah chapter 9 and verse 6 said, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. And the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. I'm so glad that most of us in here are Christians this morning. I'm glad that to us Christmas means more than just tradition, just decorations, just lights, just gifts and parties. Christmas exists because in time eternal, from everlasting to everlasting, there was one pinpoint of time which God focused all of his love upon us. Jesus lives in eternity without time limitations and restrictions because he is the Alpha and Omega. He is the beginning and the end. Yet he chose to step into time for one brief moment of eternity because he loved you and me so much. God could have just said, just let it go. He could have been like a lot of people and he could have said, they chose to rebel. I don't need them. Just forget the whole thing because that's what a lot of people do to people nowadays. Will somebody help me this morning? But because of his great love, his mercy, and his grace, God chose not to forget mankind which he himself created. In Galatians chapter 4, verses 4 and 5, it said, But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his Son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, that we might receive the adoption as sons. The most priceless package that mankind could ever receive is the gift of redemption from our sin." purchased by the blood of God's only Son that was shed on the cross. And yet, believe it or not, this is the one gift that most of the world has yet to unwrap. One-of-a-kind gifts are always great. A child who makes a craft or a special project a special gift from a family member who actually made the gift they gave you. How many knows what I'm talking about? There's a couple gifts in my life I'll never forget. One of them was an Afghan. Some of these young people don't even know what that is. That my grandmother made me. I don't use it anymore, but it's still in a box. I'll never get rid of it. It's the one thing I hold on to of hers. And a quilt that she made me. I do still use it. And then... A Christmas tree. I'm a UK fan in the good years and the bad years. Can I get a witness? Thank the Lord for basketball. It's a good year. Football, it's over. We won't talk about it. There's one more game left. We'll see how that goes. But anyway, my aunt, just before she died in January, she walked into the bank to my office in Christmas with a little three-foot tree that I used it until it fell apart because this was many, many years ago. 
decorated. It was a white tree decorated in all UK blue, and every ornament on it was handmade. Those gifts, to me, are the most priceless, the most precious. And sometimes people say, wait a minute, that didn't cost them anything. Listen, it may not have cost money, but it cost them something. It took time and energy to create it. Somebody dug down deep in their heart and tapped into a love that they have for me. Some of you know what that's like when they tap into a love that they have for you. And it was their love for you is where that project came from. Why are you telling us that, Pastor? Because God deserves our best. He doesn't deserve our leftovers. He doesn't deserve cheap stuff or that with which we can only buy with money that doesn't really cost us anything. Are you with me this morning? He deserves the very best that we can give him. Remember, it was David that said, I will not offer the Lord God my burnt offerings that cost me nothing. David said, I want to give him something that cost me something. David was going to give the Lord a sacrifice. He was going to give his best, something of value, something of worth. Why would David say that? Because that's what God did for us. That's why we celebrate this weekend. He has given us the most precious gift, the most priceless package he could possibly give. Something of great worth. Something of great value. Something that is one of a kind. Did you know Christianity is the only religion in which the God that is worshipped actually did something for you? Did you know that? A gift that cost him something. As a matter of fact, he paid the ultimate price when he gave us himself. He did it. He didn't delegate it. He didn't farm it out. He came to earth. And when he did it, it cost him something. He freely gave his life. Nobody could take his life from him. Don't misunderstand. He knew what had to be done. He knew what price had to be paid. He knew what it was going to cost him. And I tell you this morning, God's gift to me is valuable. It's the most precious gift. It's the most priceless package that you could ever receive. And it's the gift of forgiveness. The gift of salvation. The gift of eternal life. And I want to tell you this morning, if you have that gift... You ought to cherish that more today than you ever have in your life. And now quickly, I'm going to make a believer out of some of y'all. I don't have much left. As far as what gift most people have failed to give, let me say it this way. In all of their worry and concern, about offending somebody by not giving them a gift or maybe sending them a Christmas card for those that still do that. It's amazing that very few people consider that they failed to give the most important gift of all. And that's the gift of your whole heart to Jesus. See, we live in a day and a time 
where we want to give just enough. How much of myself can I give and how much of the world can I hold on to? Won't get much help with that on Christmas. But instead, why don't we ask the question, how much of that can I give up so I can give all of myself to him? Today and tomorrow, the reason we celebrate is because it's Jesus' birthday. I know it may not be exactly the exact day and time and all of that when he was born. I realize that. But it's the time that we set aside to celebrate. And Jesus wants a gift from each of us this Christmas. He wants us to give him all of our burdens. Some of y'all might have came in with some heavy stuff today. He wants us to give him all of our doubts and fears. He wants us to give him all of our sin. He wants us to give him praise and glory for what he's done because he's God. He wants us to give him our whole hearts and our very lives in his service. That's only reasonable. Because he bought and paid for our lives with his blood through that baby that was sent to a manger to live his life so that he could freely give it. Not so we could spend more money than we have in the bank account trying to impress other people, but so that we could time and time again Every time we need it in our lives, we can unwrap the gift and receive the contents all over again. Is anybody glad for that this morning? As they come to the music this morning, I told you I was going to make you all a believer. There's a couple simple points that I'm just trying to make. First of all today... Make sure, and I get emotional when I say this because I mean it with every fiber of my being. Make sure that you unwrap and receive the most precious, priceless package that you'll ever receive that was given to you by that baby in the manger who grew up and died on the cross for you. Open your heart and accept Him as your Savior and receive the eternal life and the blessings that Jesus has in store for you. Is there anybody in the house this morning that got saved in 2023 that will testify and say, God has blessed you since you gave your life to Him? Anybody? Look at these hands. You might be going through a hard time this morning, but you can unwrap and receive His peace. Hmm. The peace that surpasses all understanding. Folks, there's conditional love all around you. And sometimes it gets weary and burdensome trying to meet all the conditions in order for someone to love you or treat you the way you want to be treated and loved. But you need to unwrap and receive His love this morning. 
You may be downtrodden with the cares and the trials of this present life, but you need to realize weeping may endure for the night, but joy comes in the morning. You can unwrap and receive his joy this morning. If you'll stand with me all over this room. Lastly today. And I want to say this before I move on to this part. In just a minute, we're going to open this altar. And when we do, would you please just take the time? Whether it's at your seat or you find a place down here in this church, the altar is always open. But just take the time to come and say, Jesus, I'm going to make this holiday about what it's supposed to be about. And I'm going to unwrap what you have for me today. Lastly, make sure that you don't leave out the most important gift of all. That you can give to the one who is the most important person in your life. Give your whole heart to Jesus. Folks, that's what Christmas is really about. It's not just that a baby was born in a manger or in humility that we talked about. Babies have been born in adverse circumstances on countless occasions. And not one of them have had the impact on the world that this baby had. It's not just even that Jesus grew up and he found favor with men and with God. There have been multitudes of people throughout the discourse of time that could be described just like that. But it's because Jesus gave his life on the cross for all of us. They sang about it so beautifully today. Dying for your sins and mine. And then thank God rising again on the third day, conquering death, hell, and the grave so that we could have eternal life. That's the true gift of Christmas. Unwrap the gift this morning. That priceless package. Every head bowed and every eye closed. I want to ask you if you're in this room today and you say, Pastor, I don't really know if I've ever unwrapped that gift. I don't know if I've ever really unwrapped and accepted that priceless package. I've never really fully given my heart to Jesus. If that's you, would you just slip your hand up and put it back down this morning with nobody looking around? Just slip it up and put it back down. Yes, thank you. Anybody else this morning? Slip your hand up and put it back down. I don't know that I've ever accepted Jesus. Listen. Don't allow this Christmas day to pass without receiving and giving this gift. See, this is the best thing. You can look at me now. I'm about to open the altar. It's the best thing about this. This gift was intended for you to re-gift it. It was intended for you to re-gift it. You get to open it up you get to enjoy the contents. You get to hold on to the contents. But then at the same time, you get to give it to somebody else and say, hey, you need to unwrap this.